This is episode 49 of the Upside Podcast with Callie and Jeff, and it is being released on the first day of fall. Happy fall, y'all, as we say down south. Happy autumnal equinox, and I... Autumnal equinox? That's what it's officially called. Really? Yeah, the autumnal equinox, and then the (laughs) spring one is the other one, not an autumnal equinox. Yeah, I love fall. It brings out my inner basic, and I love everything about it. I love the booties. I love the pumpkins. I love the scarves and just all of it. All of it. I'm in. I will give you a warning, though, uh, that happened to a friend of mine. I saw her post about this on Instagram. She was so mad at herself. She went to Target, and she purchased her first fall decor. It was a little box of like leaves and pine cones and stuff. Okay. And she brought it home and she set it up on her dining room table, probably around a candle or something other appropriately basic, mm-hmm. and then realized she just gave Target $12 for something that she could have picked up in her yard absolutely free. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) And so yesterday when we were walking in through the neighbor's yard and there were all these perfect pine cones, I brought them in and with the intention of taking a picture of them and sending them to her going, how much for these? Yeah. I saw you bringing pine cones in the house. I was wondering what you were doing. All right. Speaking of neighbors, we have got on today's episode an update. The meeting happened. The sit down occurred. We have an update on our neighbor drama And I think we're going to end today's episode with a big idea. I've got a bold idea to finish the rest of this year. Living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to the Upside Podcast with Callie and Jeff. If you have never experienced the Upside Podcast before, welcome. And if you have, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar. This is my wife, Callie. Jeff, what are you grateful for? Today, I'm grateful for our awesome, well-behaved dogs. What are you grateful for, Callie? (laughs) Today, I'm grateful for the beautiful weather. And I am also grateful that we have got two brand new Upside Partners to introduce you to over the course of this week. I'm so excited. Uh, Callie, you can go first with Skillshare. Welcome to the Upside family, Skillshare. We are super excited about Skillshare. And if you don't know what they are, it's like an online learning community where you can take classes on so many different things from how to run your business and bookkeeping for your business to creative design to, I think I saw something on there, like how to make the perfect grilled cheese sandwich. Yes. Like as Jeff Dollar's wife, I think I have to take that one. Um, but they're giving upside listeners two free months of thousands worth of class. Like there's thousands of classes for you to choose from. So if you want to go check it out and see what it's all about, um, it's skillshare.com slash upside. And that will take you immediately to where you can get two months of free unlimited classes and go check it out. We're going to be talking about it and the classes that we're taking over the next couple of weeks. And it's important to note that the difference between like Skillshare and just throwing a Google on something and watching the first video that pops up is the people that are on Skillshare are actually trained in what they're teaching. They're experts. Yeah. It's not <laughs> like anybody who can just pop on and who's got a, a video camera, an iPhone, and is like, 
I'm going to teach a lesson on how to do bookkeeping. Even though Jeff is pretty sure that he could teach a class on how to make a perfect grilled cheese. <laughs> oh, totally could. Totally could. Uh, our other partner this week is a company called Butcher Box, and I am so excited to have oh Butcher gosh. Box be a part of the family. As a matter of fact, we knew of Butcher Box before they came to us because Callie sent this to her dad earlier this year for either Father's Day or his birthday. And he loved one it. of the two. Jeff didn't even ask me if I wanted to work with them because he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kelly, guess what? We got Butcher Box today. Uh, Butcher Box delivers healthy, humanely raised meat right to your door. It's packed fresh. It's shipped frozen. It's vacuum sealed. And you can customize your box or they have some preset ones. So uh, you can get uh, ground beef. You can get steaks. You can get salmon. You can get chicken. Bacon. Bacon. And it gets delivered right to your door. Right now they got a cool deal just by going to butcherbox.com slash upside. Uh, you get $20 off your first box plus two pounds of ground beef in every box for life with your subscription. But go to you, uh, butcherbox.com and uh, slash upside or use upside at checkout to take advantage of those deals. And just to clarify that, what that means is right, right now, um, if you sign up, as long as you have a subscription with them, they will throw in two pounds of ground beef for free, which is awesome. And you know what you can do with that ground beef? Put it in your freezer. Uh, butcherbox.com slash upside. All right, here's the deal. We have an update on our neighbor. This is what everybody is talking about. Everybody wants to know. Everybody has sent us messages about, uh, about talking to our neighbor about the dog trauma. And if somebody's listening for the first time, Callie, how would you explain the dog drama? The dog drama is we moved into a house in February. It's a rental. We don't own this home. And um, our neighbors have complained to us that our dogs bark too much. Um, now, we don't know that they do, but the woman used the words, we're at war, I'm in fear, I live in fear, all of these things, has also yelled at our dogs and and banged her trash can against our fence while yelling at have, our dogs. So we, it's a bit extreme. Have we gone that in depth? Because I think we've been pretty- We, we glossed over it before. Yeah. But she actually but, said the word war. Yeah. Uh, okay. So there's your update. So they said they wanted to meet. Yeah. They wanted to have a, a sit down conversation. And from, from our point of view- you, and you, if you've listened before, you've heard us explain this from our point of view, our dogs are, they're fine. They're normal dogs, but simply because of the nature of the fence between our yard and theirs, it makes it really difficult for our dogs to understand what's going on over there. So if they are doing something against the fence, which is where their garbage cans are located, the dogs lose their mind because they can see the shadows of movement. They can hear stuff up against the fence, but they don't know what it is. And if the rest of our fence is chain link. So if they can see, you know, like them mowing their yard or something, they just stand there and stare. They don't bark because they can see who right, it is. They, and know what what it is. they know what it is. So Jeff um, kind of was 
headed out on Saturday and um, the neighbor was like, let's meet now. And Jeff walked over there and he knew I told him I was not going because I just do not handle situations like that well. And I am so glad that I did not go based we, on your experience. Well, have we talked? <laughs> Callie's fired up. Have we talked about the fact that you weren't going to go? Yeah. Oh, we have? Huh? Okay. So, yeah. So, as Callie explained, uh, they they actually originally sent a text message on Friday evening, but we had friends over, and I was I didn't even write back on Friday night. Um, and then Saturday, as I was leaving the house, I don't know if they if it was coincidental or if they saw me outside getting in, I was in, in the car, but they sent a message and said, can we meet? And I said, yep, I'm walking over right now. And three minutes later, I was standing in their kitchen. And, okay, I don't, (laughs) we speak a lot on this show about having grace and being understanding of other people's perspective, right? Mm -hmm. And we've actually recently talked about making sure to see things from other people's giving other people grace is what point we of view about. and assuming that they're having the worst day ever. Right. Okay. So I had that mindset when I, I was in there, I was not going to be defensive. I was not going to, I had some arguments planned, had the conversation gone in a certain direction, but I was going in there open-minded and with kindness in my heart. Like in that, I wouldn't have done that probably before this podcast started, right? right? It was this, I, I, we see your messages in the Facebook group and we're getting your voicemails Mm -hmm. and you're like, I think of life differently since the upside. And it's, it's doing that to Callie and I also. Right. Okay. With that being said, the the conversation threw me for a loop because they didn't really address the outside behavior of the dogs. What they said is that when Callie and I are not home, our dogs bark nonstop. Like she said that she had stopped watched it at a certain point and it was going on two and a half hours of hours. nonstop barking. She said that the yes, there were hours of nonstop barking. And if the if they are outside, the dogs are in the window showing teeth and like frightening her. Making to, them fearful. Like they think the dogs are gonna jump through the glass. Now our dogs together don't even weigh 60 pounds. Okay. But you know what? If you're scared of dogs, that. Well, she spent a lot of time explaining that she wasn't scared of dogs. So I listened to what she said and I took it all in. Um, And then, okay. Then they went down a road of, well, I think you need to ask yourself why your dogs are unhappy. And I think you need to ask yourself, why your dogs um, have anxiety when you're not home. And uh, they were were challenging Callie and I as dog owners. And I let it go. And I apologized. And I said, thank you for letting me know that the dog is barking when we thought this was a yard issue. 
it's apparently not a yard issue. And I'm taking deep breaths right yes. now. I am taking deep breaths. And I and I said that I would look into it and I asked them to give me a couple of, of weeks to figure out a solution. And I did say, I said, well, the easiest solution would be to uh because I'm texting my wife nasty messages. No, both of our dogs are crate trained. And I said the easiest solution would be to to put the the louder of the two dogs in a crate. Which is no big deal. They love their crate. Yeah, which is fine. But I will I I'm having a hard time believing what they're saying. So I said I would look into it, give me some time. And where we are right now is our house is currently wired inside. Literally. With microphones and equipment and also uh, apps that will text me, that will notify me on my iPhone if there is prolonged barking when no one is in the house. And I can also turn on indoor cameras now to see where they are and what they're barking at. So, <laughs> I, okay, I have a couple things to say about this. And one is, if anyone's dog in the neighborhood was barking for two and a half hours, I would, and I had the owner's phone number, I would text them and say, hey, um, you're, I know that you're out right now. The dogs have been going nuts. Do you want me to walk over there and check on your house for you? And I would have responded, oh my gosh, I am so sorry. I am mortified. No, you would have responded with two hours of barking. Yes, would you mind going to look in the window? Okay, that's true. I would have. I would have said, like, will you make sure they're okay? Or, or I'll be home. Hurt? I'm coming home right now. Right. Or I'll call my husband or my parents live 10 minutes away. And if the dogs were fine, I would have told Jeff the story to which Jeff would have said, we got to get the crates out. Like, no way do we want them barking like that when we're gone. Because we are reasonable. I would like to think that we were reasonable human beings. Um, however, that is not, we, she okay, had, I, I want to pause cause I don't know how far Callie is going to go down this road, but she did promise me that she has an upside moral I do have of an the upside. story to this. So let's just be patient with her while she works <laughs> I through do this. Have an upside, but I am still working through it cause I'm really irritated. And here's the thing is like, you can tell me what the problem is and I am totally happy to fix it, but you don't get to come to me and say that we have unhappy dogs and we are bad dog owners. Like I left out one important part of the story. The best part. Um, she suggested that we contact an animal communicator to come visit with the dogs and the dog, the animal communicator would would then be able to tell us what is making the dogs so agitated that they bark nonstop. And and clearly it's not the woman at the fence um, slamming her garbage <laughs> can against it. But, you know, whatever. Um, I am trying to. Anyways, so. Um, and you also didn't include that she barked at you. I, it's not. You don't want to include that? It's fine. She de- she, barked, she she demonstrated how loud the bark was six inches from Jeff's face. She it was odd. Um. So it, anyway, it was an interesting encounter. <laughs> my issue is you don't have to to solve a problem. You don't have to tell people how they need to handle it because we're all different people. You just if they ask for your help, sure, I'd love your suggestion. But if there's just a problem, just say, hey, I'm having a problem with this and give the other person a chance to figure it out and fix it, which we would have done. Number two, I've told you this before on the show that Jeff Dollar, his world is fact-based. 
And if you're going to go into an argument with Jeff Dollar, you better be ready for him to come back with fact after fact after fact after fact. So Jeff mic'd our house up today. And I even said to him, I'm like, why don't you just put the dogs in the crate when we leave? And he's like, because I need to know if our dogs are barking that obsessively. We lived in an apartment for two years and we never had a complaint. Um, and we had neighbors, like we lived above a complaining, like someone that would, that would have an issue. I think someone at one point was like throwing cigarettes into his garden and there were notes on every single door. Hey, I don't know who's smoking, but here's pictures of the cigarettes in my garden. Like we are, if our, if our dogs were barking nonstop, he would have complained. He would have had no problem stopping us in the hall and saying, Hey, change this. Yeah. So my issue really is the way it was handled. And can I say something else about the apartment too, that I thought of after the fact, What? like the apartment that we, we lived in, um, had very long halls. It was a, like a long, narrow building and it was sparse. It was like a modernish mm-hmm. look, which means if you slammed a door in apartment 601, you could you hear, hear it, it right. at apartment 642 at the complete opposite end of the hall, yeah. which means if our bo- dogs barked nonstop on at least one occasion, we would get off the elevator and hear them barking at something. But we lived there for 22 months. Right. And I don't ever recall because if that happened, I would have been like, oh gosh, and jogged down the hall and been like, I'm so embarrassed. We're those right. people that we didn't, they would bark when we put the key in the lock and be like, right. Hey, they're home. Um, but anyways, I like to think that we're reasonable people. I totally get it. If she's afraid of dogs, I 1000% understand she's, that. She's not, I she just told, don't, she's she, not afraid of dogs. <laughs> she, t- she listed for me all the dogs in the neighborhood that she knows by name, by name. Um, Anyways, my issue is just with the way she's handled it. Like, you don't need to, like, get all your investigative research together and then come at us saying that we're officially at war. Like, that's unnecessary. Like, the first time that happened and you said the dog was barking for three hours, I think the the reasonable thing to do would be to text me because you have my number and say, hey, I wanted to let your, you know your dog's been barking this whole afternoon. And I, I, is everything okay? Should I go check on your house? But anyway, so Jeff has now, I'm like, let's just create the dogs. Like, I don't care. They'll be fine. It'll get the neighbors off our back. And Jeff's like, no, I want data. So now we have a house. I want data. I also want the security that comes with dogs who roam free and bark. Like part of the, you know, I'm not worried about anybody breaking into our house or whatever, but they say, look, research is the number one deterrent to um, a home break-in is active barking, barking dogs dog because yeah. because people who are trying to break into houses they don't want to deal with it mm. they don't want to get bit by a dog right. they don't want to have that so uh i don't want the dogs way in a back room barking off in the distance so that somebody who is scoping out the place is like oh yeah they've got dogs but clearly they're locked up right so i can go in i can get the tv and i can go get that right. laptop and i can go get that you know whatever else they take and then yeah So anyways, that's where we are with them. Jeff is collecting data at this point. I'm not kidding when I say our whole house is like wired. There's an iPad stand facing the windows that face their house. So like we can see if the dogs are barking in their direction. Like it's getting very scientific over here. Um, And so that's what's going on over here. I I have been really irritated about this all weekend because I don't like the jabs that our dogs are unhappy. Like 
whatever. Um, if you followed us on Instagram for any length of time, you'll know that our dogs are very loved and cared for. <laughs> and um, that's that. I have been looking for through my frust- frustration to find the upside because I think it's important to train my brain to go there even when I'm irritated. And I think I found it. All right, let's hear it. The upside is- Can I say one thing and then before you say the upside? One more I, negative thing. <laughs> yeah, I just want to make a point that one of the things that that she pointed out, she pointed out two things that I regret not addressing. One, she said that when that when we're not home and the dogs hear even a, a door close over at their house, they go nuts. And then she proceeded to open and close the door that would drive them nuts. And there was silence. I wasn't home. So and Callie wasn't home. home so they, So I wish I said, well, if what you're saying, if every time, it, why didn't it happen? Yeah. But so I regret doing that. And then the second thing is that she said that the dogs stand at the front door and bark nonstop at her when she's watering her front yard mm-hmm. plants. Well, we left yesterday while she was watering her front yard plants and I had the little thing hooked up. Yeah, and, we were watching them. They were sleeping. And they didn't bark. So whatever. Okay. Anyways. Now, here's the upside. <laughs> so moving the upside on. is, moving on, um, I think that I get so in my own world about thinking that everyone thinks the same way that I do. And I think this is a really good challenge. This is so Greg Riggs. I think this is a really good challenge for me to practice and and accept the fact that not everyone thinks or acts the same way that I do or would. So it's like a good exercise in dealing with people that don't have the same viewpoint as you. Like nothing I can do is going to make her see this from my point of view, nothing. So I've got to learn, we have to learn how to navigate this situation and get experience with people that don't think the same way we do. And that's the upside. And that's the upside. All right. So, See, there's a lesson in every situation. There is. Okay. All right. Now, <laughs> can we, let's cleanse the energy. Thank you, by the way, for listening to us vent about that a little bit. Work and we'll, it out. And we'll keep you posted and we'll move right on to Callie's latest social media ad review. Is that what we're calling these? Today? I don't know if we have an official name. We need to come up with something like that. But How about I, re- reviews of the products that stalk you on the internet? All the time. Um, so I have been curious, as I'm sure a lot of us have, about the Instagram ads we see every day. Instagram, Facebook, the products that just stalk us. And I'm just like, you know what? I want to know if this thing, this thing works. So I started ordering them and you sent me your suggestions. And then I'm going to go through and tell you what I really think about the product. And the last one that I said last week that I was going to do today is the Billy Razor. Is this B-I-L-L-Y or I-E? I-E. Okay. And it is a razor subscription service. Um, and since we, we did the vitamin endorsements recently and then now the, the razor subscription thing, it's not an ad, but I'm like, what else can I get sent to my house that makes me not have to take mindless trips to Target or wherever? Have you already forgotten about our new partner, ButcherBox? Oh yeah, and ButcherBox. So I would just like to have my entire life delivered to you, my front door. <laughs> you can. Everybody delivers now. You got Amazon, obviously the royals of delivery, but isn't Walmart delivering to your house now I within 24 hours? Yeah, I think they are. So anyways, Billy Razors is something that I've seen forever and I finally ordered it. I love it. I think it's amazing. What makes it any different than a razor that you would get at the 
drugstore. Well, and I have to admit, I haven't bought a women's razor in so long. I buy men's razors because last time I tried a woman's razor, like 10 plus years ago, they never used to make them as strong as they make y'alls. And I just couldn't like, it wouldn't shave my legs. No, I just wouldn't shave my legs because it was so dull and the guys got the good razors. So I have been buying like dude razors for the past decade. The men, so men's razors are sharper or more sharp. Uh, There were more blades or something because I think the hair in your face is like coarser than ours. Anyways, so we got the BS razors is what I'm going to call them. But I I ordered Billy razors. I love it. It comes with, so it has really sharp blades, right? But there's this gel around the blades that really makes your skin super smooth. And I love that it came with two blades. And then you, once you're on the subscription, it'll come to your house. But I just ordered this one time to see if I liked it. Are they crazy expensive? No, that's their whole shtick is I think it's like $9. Cause razors for men are bizarrely pricey. $13, I mean, it's kind of ridiculous. Is it the same for women? Are they as expensive for women? Well, they typically have been. And now these razor companies, that's their whole shtick is like, why would we pay? Why are you paying $15 for a razor? So the Billy razors are $9, okay. which is great. And you get two blades or whatever, and you sign up for the subscription. Um, I love them. The only downside that I can see that one of my friends warned me of, cause she loves them too. Since they have the gel around the blade, they're hard to travel with cause they make the other stuff in your like dock kit or your travel bag gooey. Oh, so it's an, it's not just like a gel. It's like, it's a gel that comes off the razor as you're shaving, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, which is great. But, but how are they shipped to you? Can't it, at that price, can't you just designate one for vacation and just not unwrap well, it? What would you, um, like what's I, it shipped in? Just bring it with whatever it's shipped in. I don't even know what it shipped in because I threw it out, but that's a good, yeah. really genius question. Okay. So if we're going to order it and you want to travel with it, I usually don't travel with my razors. Um, do that. And it comes with this little magic magnetic thing that you stick on the wall of your shower. So it always is, um, vertical. It always stands vertical on the wall of your shower. If someone is not being stalked on social media by this razor, how do they find it? You go to mybilly.com. That's M-Y-B-I-L-L-I-E.com. Or you can check out my Instagram page because I'll put a link up there as well. Do you already have next week's item picked out? I do. I already ordered it and I have it in our house right now. It's something you've requested. It's called, I I don't know how to pronounce it, Lunia Sleepwear, L-U-N-Y-A. So I'm going to try their sleepwear next and it's pretty pricey. So I don't know. We'll see. So it's held to a higher standard is what you're saying. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, do you want me ordering pajamas? Do I? Yeah. Uh, You won't wear them anyways. Well, that's the thing. So yeah, if they're going to be high-end pajamas, they got to be really good. So I'll I'll test them out for the next week, and I will tell you what I think on the Upside next week. Uh, Callie and I think that the Upside community is awesome. So that would get our seal of approval today. I feel like we keep saying that, but it really is like we're in, we're constantly in awe of it. I want to share a voicemail that came in a couple days ago. We had Callie uh, and T-Bird, Callie, obviously she lives here, and (laughs) T-Bird and Katie were over at our house yesterday because we did a big photo shoot for The Upside. And that's our whole team. Callie, me, T-Bird, who uh, runs the Facebook group and is awesome. I mean, what do you say about T-Bird? Human rainbow. Yes. 
everybody who loves her or everybody who knows her loves her. Always got a smile. And Katie, who writes and edits our newsletter, um, she's awesome. Yeah, it's a weekly pick-me-up. Katie is hysterical. She is a a brand new mom. I don't know how long you say brand new mom. Her daughter is under one, so. Yeah, she's a brand new first-time mom. She's a first-time mom, and she and her husband live in Atlanta, and she is a journalist and a writer, and she is writing our weekly pick-me-up and putting her own little spin on it, and she is so dang funny. I love reading it. As we were about to take the very first picture, uh, like a mile away, a tree fell down, across some power lines, took the power out of the whole neighborhood for like 90 minutes. So we were just all kind of like hanging out for a couple hours. And I and I made a dumb mistake, man. I played this voicemail that you're about to hear for Callie and T-Bird and Katie and our photographer, Jolie, when they were all done up in their makeup. And this is a major mascara alert. Yeah, I shouldn't have done that. But anyways, it all started with this post from our Facebook group. Sarah posted, I have been so frustrated lately. I had major brain surgery last September and a second one on July 17th. On July 23rd, my sister-in-law came to visit and left hastily while leaving her eight-year-old son with my husband and myself. She terminated her rights to him and left him with us with literally one pair of pants, a t-shirt, two pair of underwear, and a pair of shoes. I'm 23. Definitely wasn't prepared for an eight-year-old. We have been stressed and so mad holding so much resentment against her, but since listening to the podcast, we have finally been able to see an upside. Our little man is so loving, smart, and patient. He is helpful and appreciative and everything I could ask for in a child. This situation has also allowed us to feel truly loved on as our adoption went through on Wednesday and my husband's work is throwing us an adoption shower to equip us with everything we need for our nephew. He loves listening to the upside with us. And it's been about two weeks since he's talked to his mom. He was feeling a little sad last night, but told us there was an upside to it that he got to spend more time being loved by us. I love that the podcast is helping him find purpose and positivity. Isn't that sweet? Oh and, my gosh. And Katie read that and said, oh my gosh, we have got to put this in the upside newsletter and then found their Amazon wish list. Well, last week, we got this message. Hey, I'm Nolan from the newsletter last week, and I'm just saying thank you for what everybody has gotten. And I just actually opened one of the gifts, and I just was calling to say thanks for everything y'all done. And thank you so much for the upside. Y'all really helps me with this adopt thing. (laughs) And thank you very much. Nolan, you are amazing. And um, Sarah, so are you. I'm like crying now. Why are you crying? That is so sweet. I know. I made that mistake and played it for T-Bird and and Callie and Katie yesterday. And they were all tearing up (laughs) in full makeup. But think about that. Think about the impact that that community, this community is having on that young man's life. I know. It's not about the gifts. No, it's not about the gifts. It's not it, a, yeah. It's about the 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 appreciation and the community and feeling love down when you don't think you have anyone, you know? Mm-hmm. And he, he obviously is feeling that. So, Nolan, we are honored that you listened to us. We appreciate you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You are awesome. All right, I got a big idea. I have one question. What? Is there theme music? There's no theme music. 
for this, but I just looked at the calendar and realized that as of today, if you're listening to this on the day of release, September 23rd, there are less than 100 days left in this year. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. You're excited? Well, because that means we're closer to Christmas, and Christmas is my favorite holiday. Got it. All right. Uh, Christmas is, by the way, three months from Wednesday. Yeah, so All right. start so, shopping, people. So uh, I'm sure there's people listening who already have their Christmas shopping done. My mom probably does. She, no, she doesn't. She's always scrambling at the last minute, isn't she? She scrambles a little bit, but she also, wherever she goes, when she sees things that remind her of people, she she gets them. Um, well, with 99 days to go in the year, I have an idea, something that I think I've been thinking about for a couple of weeks. I may have mentioned it on the show before, but I think I want to make it a thing. Okay. What if we all propel ourselves into the year 2020 already 99 days into our resolutions? So set the resolutions in September instead of in January. Yes. Like instead of coming into January 1st and having January 1st be the day that that's when you're going to start eating healthier. That's when you're going to quit smoking. That's when you're going to have fewer drinks on the weekend. That's when you're going to start working out every day. That's when you're going to go for a walk. That's when you're going to go for a run. That's when you're going to stop swearing. That's when you're going to do this, 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 whatever. What if we all try to start this week. I feel like it would be less pressure. There's less pressure. Nobody, you're not going to have everybody asking you. No, oh, what's your New Year's resolution? Right. You don't have to tell anyone except for like get an accountability buddy. Yeah. Well, we'll be your accountability buddies. And it'll be funny because when someone does ask January 1, what's your New Year's resolution? You could be like, I already crushed it. You Seriously, <laughs> you could be like, it was to quit smoking. And I started in September and I by November 1st, I was cigarette free. Have you thought about your resolution? Well, you know, mine, mine is I want to get into better shape. I want to lose this extra weight that I've put on and I want to start running again. But I could wait until January 1st. But what's the point? Yeah, like January 1st, I mean, it's just a day on a calendar designated by a bunch of people a million years ago who are like, that's when the year turns over. Right. Like, it could have just as easily been, like, St. Patrick's Day. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, it doesn't, it's just a, it's just a, a thing. But what if the thing started, like, right now? Oh, my gosh, it could be, like, the Upside New Year. Yes. <laughs> Upside New Year is October 1st. So October 1, get your resolutions ready. And October 1 is the Upside New Year. But if we start thinking about October 1st is a week from now, right? Mm -hmm. Like if we start thinking about it right now and we come up with whatever our thing is and start it on October 1st, like that's a that's a big thing. Like a good jump start. That's a lot of time. It's also like trial and error. So you can like fail a couple times before it really like gets going without the pressure? No, don't think of it that way. You, there is no, yeah, no. Like, cause so that, this isn't a warm up for January No, 1st. This, this is, let's do it now. Yes, this is like, why do we wait? This isn't like, let's get our bodies ready to start working out on January 1st. I have a couple. Do you want me to write them down and share them with you on another episode? Yes, okay. I'll do the same thing with mine, but I would like to start. I would like to like, Forget New Year's resolutions. I would like to make October illusions. <laughs> October illusions. Okay. I will bring to you my October illusions. Yeah. And I'm going to do the same thing. But like, I just think it would be so awesome to be able to start. Imagine how, 
Because think about it. This is just, this is my theory. There's so much pressure leading up to the holidays, right? Mm -hmm. Like Thanksgiving and you got to travel or you're having family over, you got to have a big meal and blah, blah, blah. And then this, and then that, and then you're Christmas shopping and then school's out. And then you have, you're traveling again at Christmas. And then, you know, oh, you spent so much money. And then all of a sudden January 1st is here and you are trying to change your lifestyle. Like this is how illogical it is. You're trying to make significant lifestyle changes in a in the point of the year where you might be at maximum stress. That's true. That like, is really true. Like if there's if you're trying to quit smoking, the day you need a cigarette is probably January 1st. Right. Right? Cuz mm -hmm. the holidays are behind you, the bills are starting to come in and you've got to go back to work in a couple of days. Right. So, yep. If you're going to binge on some crappy food, that's what it's going to be. Yep. So instead of doing it there, let's do it now. And then when January 1st hits, if we got to have that crappy food or that cigarette or that beer or whatever it is that or we got to cuss or whatever it is that we've given up, well, then it's just like, oh, yeah, it's a setback, but we're back. We're on it because we've already built in the habit. Yep. On October, the month of October. Who's got stress in October? Yeah, no, so October is not stressful. No. That's a great month for resolutions. October resolution is that what you said? <coughs> October illusions. October illusions. Octo October illusions. <laughs> October resolutions. October. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter what we call it. But start thinking about it now. We're less than a hundred days to the end of the year. Yeah, jumpstart. I'm so into this. I love it. Thank you. All right, I now it. I got to think of a couple more resolutions because one of mine is definitely going to be running and eating healthier. But I want to start now. That's the mission. Thank you for listening to the Upside Podcast with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. And you know our big resolution by the end of the year is to double the upside, right? Yeah. But we have a mini goal for this week, and I would like to accomplish it for Callie. It's the only thing that she really has ever asked for. I mean, I don't ask for much. We I'm just uh, kidding. <laughs> we announced that uh, we are just 347 people shy of 10,000 listeners per more, per day. The number 10,000. I just like that number, 10,000. And we're so close. So if you have the ability to spread the word about the podcast, Please do it this week because how great would it be to on Friday have accomplished that 347 more people so that we could say we're over 10,000. It's the gift for no reason at all. It's October Christmas. It's, it's September Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> this is Debbie. I'm calling from South Ogden, Utah. And I just wanted to call and tell you how much I love your podcast. I love what it's about, living in gratitude. And I don't do social media, and I'm new to podcasts. When I was looking for a podcast, I was looking for something positive and uplifting, and I found the upside. Um, I didn't know either of you from your radio days or Instagram or Twitter or anything like that. But I am a huge fan of your podcast and both of you. I love how relatable and honest the two of you are. And I frequently laugh out loud. Um, I've listened to every episode. I've signed up for your newsletter. And I have my Weaponized Hamsters t-shirt that I am so, so excited to wear to my granddaughter's next soccer game. And 
for a couple of reasons. The first is that she has a pet hedgehog named George, and I know she will get a big kick out of the T-shirt and find it funny. And um, since I have trouble making friends too, Jeff, um, if anyone asks me about the T-shirt, I will tell them to check out the Upside podcast. I love it. Look forward to listening every day. And I am grateful to have found the Upside. Thank you both. Take care. Bye. Hey, I just saw a cute internet quote about dogs because dogs are awesome. The best thing about dogs is you can act like something really good just happened and they'll instantly start celebrating. They have no idea what the context is. They're just always ready to party. Okay, bye. This is Elizabeth in Nashville, and I just wanted to say how much I enjoy hearing about all the wonderful sandwiches you eat, because I had an ex-boyfriend who was very anti-sushi, and he used to always joke about how people would rave about how amazing the sushi is, and he just hadn't had the right sushi, and he would tell stories about uh, how no one is quite as enthusiastic about other foods, such as no one exclaims about how excited they are about a sandwich they just ate. So for me, it's a personal upside to constantly hear you guys talk about the wonderful, amazing sandwiches that you're having. Uh, So please post the recipes of these amazing sandwiches that you're having so that I can partake. Thanks. Love what you guys do. Bye. I have to go eat some cat poop. Okay. Bye.